what is the greatest revenge? Is it moving on right after a breakup? Is it being best friends with somebody that your ex-best friend hated? There can be many ways that, you know, after heartbreak, after losing friends, or after losing people in our life in general, where we want to, you know, get revenge on them. Or maybe it's not someone we even had a relationship with or were even friends with, somebody who could have mistreated you, who could have done you wrong, and you want to get revenge. And I'm going to be sharing ways that I've gotten my perfect revenge on people who have either mistreated me in relationships, friendships, or just overall. So first, you have to ask yourself, why are you looking for the revenge? Are you looking because they hurt you and you're hurt? Are you looking because, you know, it would just satisfy some need in you or maybe all of the above? And I definitely have had times where I was like, you know what? I want to get back at them for how they treated me or they hurt me. I want to hurt them back. And in some instances, it's worked. And in some instances, it made more drama than was necessary. And I feel like out of, you know, over the course of my life, I've learned different ways to get back at people, you know, and for the better, you know, and you shouldn't be getting back at someone or, you know, re getting revenge on somebody if it's not going to be in your best interest. If you're just doing it to feel good in the moment, I mean, if that's what works for you. But I feel like in times where I really got the best revenge ever was when I did something not out of spite, not to hurt the other person, not to do anybody wrong, but almost to like prove a point, prove a point that I'm the better person. And it always felt better in the end. And maybe that's not the toxic advice some of you want to hear, but sometimes it does help because I think actually all the time it helps because if you're going to go back and forth with someone being petty, being toxic, it, it eventually has to end. It's not getting anywhere and it's just going to get exhausting. It's going to drain your energy. It's going to drain their energy. And at the same time, they're just going to think you're on their level. They're going to think also that you care. And if you're trying to get revenge on somebody, you probably don't want them to thinking you care. So I'm going to give a few tips as to how I got my best revenge. So in the sense of friendships, I definitely have had, you know, many different kinds of friendships along the years of like high school friendships, college friendships, friendships from work, friendships, you know, just people that I met, people from the gym, wherever. And, you know, obviously not all friendships work out and that's fine. That's normal. You know, as you go on to different periods of your life, you're going to have different friends in your life and some of them are going to be there and some of them aren't going to be there for long. And that's fine because some people aren't meant to be in your life for that long and that's okay. So in the sense of, you know, ex-friends that I had, and getting my best revenge, I would say in any case that I stopped being friends with somebody, it was because I knew that I deserved better out of a friend. It was because I knew that I was willing to be the friend for them that they necessarily weren't willing to be for me. I would do things for them that they wouldn't do for me. You know, so like it just wasn't an equal friendship. And, you know, time comes where you sit, your, you sit and think and you're like, hmm, like I'm doing this for them. Like, you know, I care about them so much, you know, that's why I don't mind giving them rides or, you know, paying the bill most of the time or, you know, whatever, whatever the circumstances are. 
However, there comes a point where you realize like, but would they do it for me? And if you answer yourself, no, like I have with many friends that I've had to let go. No, they haven't done it for me or no, they won't. Or that's just their character. That's not going to change. And, you know, maybe the friendship ended badly. Maybe it didn't. So in the case, let's say you have a friend who, you know, maybe is a little envious of you and they, you know, they judge things you do all the time. You know, they always are critiquing maybe what you're wearing or how you act or little things about yourself, or they constantly compare you to them and they put you down or, or, you know, in the case of like, oh, do I look good in this? Oh no, I think you should change. Or, you know, oh, should I post this picture? No, you don't look good. And it's like people like that want to bring you down. And at some point that has to end. And whether it ended badly or not, in cases where I've had friends like that, I would say my best revenge was finding a friend that actually would do those things for me, would actually hype me up and say, you should post that picture or you look good. No, hype me up and make me feel so loved. And it's not about spiting my ex-friend and being like, oh, like I got this new friend because you couldn't be that. It should never be like that because you're doing that just to get back at them. You should do something for yourself. You should get a new friend for yourself because you know you deserve it. You should get a new friend because you know that you're a great friend and you would want great friends around you. You'd want great people around you because you're being a great person and a great friend. So that would be step one in any, you know, revenge is to do it for yourself. Don't do it out of spite for somebody else. So like I said, if you are with talking, you know, if you are friends with this person and they're not being what you need them to be, leave the situation and get someone that will be better for you. You're not doing it out of revenge. And that could go with relationships too, romantic relationships or any relationship, maybe a coworker that you're friendly with, or maybe even you have trouble with an employer too, but obviously that's different because maybe you need a job, you, you know, you're working check to check right now, or you don't have a second employment opportunity available. However, if you are going to get revenge, do it for yourself. Don't do it out of spite for the other person. It gets exhausting and you're more so thinking about them than you are yourself. So that's what I would say for friendships. I would say get yourself friends that will do for you what your ex-friends would not do for you or the, you know, they're the opposite of what your ex-friend was. All the things, you know, after every relationship, friendship, or just, you know, um, acquaintances, you know what you want out of people around you and you know what you don't want out of people around you. You want people that build you up. You know, you want people that make you happy. You want people that support you and make you feel good. You don't want people around you that judge you, critique you constantly, or make you feel negative or just talk about other people or talk about you. They're not loyal and they just drag your energy down. You don't want those type of people around. So if you know that you deserve better, then your revenge should be getting better from somebody else because they weren't, you know, not that they weren't willing to do it for you, but that's just their character. That's just how they are. You're not going to change that. So fine, better. In the case of relationships, whew, uh, what I've done is, I don't want to say 
move on should be your moving on should be your revenge per se but i would say you know leveling up your life i wouldn't say moving on and just dating somebody right after or doing all the self-care and inner work necessary to date somebody else i don't think that's the way to go about it because what i've learned is that and what i'm even working on with myself is you shouldn't have to move on to somebody else to move over move on from somebody in your past you should be able to move on from somebody in your past on your own and be a hundred percent secure in yourself and being on your own before you meet the next person you're with that's that's how it really should work in my opinion and i know that's a lot harder than it sounds because i know i've been in situations where you know it helped me to move on to meet somebody that was better for me and that would do all the things that my ex wouldn't but at the same time, that could leave a lot of room for confusion in your mind as to who you have the feelings for, or if you start comparing your ex to your new person, you know, you could, that could be bad for your ex or for your new person because, you know, you could be comparing them to your ex and how, you know, things aren't the same. And it could, you know, mean you're not really giving them a chance, or it can mean that for some reason your ex is still in the back of your mind. And that's not fair to you or the person you're with. So I would definitely recommend, you know, doing it for yourself, like I said, with friendships as well. But for moving on and getting your best revenge has always been me leveling up, me putting in the work, me doing the self-care, me, you know, waking up in the morning, forcing myself to go to the gym even though I don't want to. You know, me forcing myself to do my skincare routine, me forcing myself to, you know, maybe put on some makeup today because it'll make me feel good or wear a cute outfit because it'll make me feel good or, you know, read a new book, whatever the self-care may be, you know, there's a lot of inner work that should be done after a relationship because you're finally in a space where all your energy is on you. And honestly, people feel it when you start to move on. They do. They feel it. Guys, girls, anybody, they feel it mentally. You don't have to be in contact they feel it in their body, in their energy. Somebody that you used to be connected to, they feel it when you start to move on. And it feels so good when you start to move on. You feel so good when, you know, you don't have feelings for somebody that you're no longer with. You feel empowered and you should want to feel that way for yourself. And the way to do that is to do the inner work. And if you're doing it, you know, just to spite somebody, which is actually something that I've done before I've you know gotten broken up with and I was like you know what just despite him I'm going to show him what he's missing out on and yeah it worked for like a few months it worked for maybe like three three four months and I was watching motivational speeches I was watching manifestation about how to manifest somebody back into your life and doing all this stuff and I realized that everything that I was doing was in spite of him. And I really came to a realization like, where is my love for myself? Where is my empathy for myself? I just went through a breakup and I'm sitting here worrying about him and how to make him hurt and how to make him realize that he missed out on something. It's not my job to make him realize he missed out on something. Eventually he will know and he will know maybe it's when he gets into another relationship or when he's on his own and has to sit with his thoughts or whether you know reminders come to his mind of our relationship whatever the case may be it is not my job after a breakup 
to remind somebody who already lost me how amazing I am. And I realized that all this inner work I was doing, you know, it was kind of for nothing because I was doing it for somebody else. I wasn't doing it for myself. And that definitely delayed my process because after about three, three to four months of like watching motivational talks and like journaling and manifesting him back into my life and looking up like, oh, how long will it take a guy to get over me? Or how long will it take for him to come back? Will no contact work? How many days of no contact before he'll contact me? I was draining my energy thinking about when he was going to come back, when he was going to realize it was wrong, when, you know, he was going to realize that I was right for him and that he lost me and he's missing out now. And it took three to four months for me to be like, no, I can't continue like this because, you know, even though those three to four months I was feeling really motivated and, you know, I let myself cry for a day. I was like, you know what? I'm getting out of bed and I'm going to make him regret it. It is my mission. And after a while, I just like exhausted myself and I, all my feelings caught up with me. All of my feelings caught up with me. I started to think about him. I started to be sad because I skipped the whole mourning process. I skipped the whole grief process, sadness, anger. I skipped all of that and I went straight to attempting acceptance, but I wasn't accepting anything. There was no acceptance because my motivation was based on him coming back. My inner work was based on him realizing that I'm worthy. My, you know, all that self-care I was doing was based on us being back together. And whenever you go through a breakup, you know, you see different stages. If you ever look it up online, like there's different stages. You have like shock, denial, bargaining, anger, frustration, grief. There's so many different stages. And, you know, you go back and forth from each one. They're not in a set order. But at the end, the last step is always acceptance. And you have to come to acceptance to move on. You have to want to do it for yourself. Because if you're wanting to get to that point for somebody else, you're never going to get to acceptance. Because somebody else, it's conditional on somebody else. So what I had to do was, it took me months to realize that is that I had to stop doing everything that I was doing for myself and, you know, realize that it wasn't about him, that it's about me now. And the second I started to take my energy back and started to feel good about myself and realize that like, I can take care of myself and I can be on my own and I don't need him to realize that he lost me. I don't need him to realize that I was worthy because it's, because it's coming from me. And I know like, People tell you that when, you know, you have a breakup, you know, realize your worth, you know, respect yourself. And it's a lot easier said than done, unfortunately, because you love that person. You care about that person. You talk to that person every day, every, all morning, all night, whatever, for months, years. And it's difficult. But if you focus your energy on them instead of yourself, you will never come to that acceptance. And I don't think anybody wants to have feelings for somebody that they're not with. I'm sure that some people don't want to move on. I mean, there's been times where I don't want to move on from somebody because I still love them. I still care about them. But unfortunately, the circumstances didn't work out and it had to be done. And that's it. And that comes from acceptance. But if you're not willing to accept, you're going to be stuck and you're going to be stuck for a long time until... You know, maybe that person does come back, let's say, before you've 
you know, done the inner work and you've come to acceptance and you've come to being content with being on your own, if that person comes back, chances are it's just going to be a repeat because you didn't even realize your inner worth. But I would say the chances are slimmer for the person to come back because they're going to feel that you're not over them. They're going to feel that you're still thinking about them. They're going to feel that all your energy is still on them. And, you know, I've seen many quotes where it's like, you know, you don't get all my energy anymore. Like somebody speaking to their ex, like, you don't get all my energy anymore. That's for me now. And like, it's so true because when you go through a breakup or any relation, even a friendship, let's say, that was a friendship that was maybe draining you, when you're separated from that relationship, a relationship that was draining you or wasn't working out or wasn't in your best interest, you finally have the opportunity when it's done to take a step back and take all the energy and the focus and the time and the effort and the emotions that were going into that and putting it onto yourself. And, you know, if you don't take advantage of that opportunity, there's not going to be room for you to grow. There's not going to be, you're not going to allow yourself to grow and to move on and to better your life because chances are if two people are meant to be together, they will be together. And I know everybody says that to me in times where I, you know, have gone through breakups and I'm like, I don't want to hear that. I know. Like, but it's so true because you have to think that like, if you guys are really meant to be together, when you do the inner work and when you come to that acceptance and when you come to being content on your own or whatever lesson that the universe or God has in store for you, that is the time you will come back together. Or that is the time that you will be so content that you won't want to be with them anymore because you will be so content with yourself or you would have found better already. So it can only go those two ways. You, by doing the inner work. It could either lead to you being back together with the person you want to be with or becoming friends with the person you want, you know, your best friends with years ago, or it can lead to you being content without them and just moving forward and moving on in your life. And those are still two pretty good options, but it's a lot of work to get there. And it should be work that you're doing for yourself. It's not work that you're doing to have a specific outcome. Because if you're working to have one of those specific outcomes, and let's say it's an outcome like, oh, I'm going to do all this inner work to get back together with him because he's going to want me when I'm looking better. No, you should want somebody who wants you at your worst, or you should want somebody who doesn't, you know, want to lose you or, you know, wouldn't put themselves in a position to lose you. And it happens. Nobody's perfect. People self-sabotage. I get it. I don't think anything is super black and white. However, you have to trust that one, you know, one of those two outcomes are going to happen if you do the inner work for yourself. And I could go into times that, you know, I didn't have the most civil response to getting my revenge. And it never it didn't really work out in the way I wanted it to because I feel like Every time I've ever, you know, had a breakup and I, you know, did the inner work and self-care for myself, it always turned out in my favor and they always came back. But 
more times than not at that point, I just didn't want it anymore because I was so much better off. I was so much happier. I was so much more secure in myself. And it wasn't because of any of them. It was because I provided whatever I needed out of them that they were failing at. I gave that to myself. And that's why you need to depend on yourself. That's all you have. You're born by yourself. You die by yourself. And that's it. You know, you can't depend on anybody else to have your back because people aren't perfect and people will put themselves first and not you. And it happens. You know, we're human. We're not perfect. But in times, so after the relationship where I would, you know, do all the self-care just to spite him, eventually when I stopped doing that and I actually started doing the self-care for myself is actually when he wanted another chance. And it was actually funny because there were so many months before that that I was like doing all this stuff, going to the gym, posting selfies at the gym, looking good, you know, watching funny movies to bring my mood up, reading, journaling, doing everything that I knew and thought I was supposed to do, but I was doing it with him in mind. He didn't contact me. He didn't reach out to me. He didn't want to be with me. But as soon as I started to do those things for myself, and as soon as I let myself feel everything I was feeling, the grief, the anger, the frustration, the confusion, the sadness, as soon as I let myself feel those things, and I was patient with myself, because there's a lot of times where I've been like, stop feeling that way. Why am I so upset over this kid? Like, who cares? Like, it's not a big deal. Like, you know, I would like diminish my own feelings and I would make myself feel even worse than I was already feeling. Like I would be like, oh no, like why am I feeling this way over this kid? He doesn't even deserve me. I can't believe I'm so upset over him. Like, no, it's not even about that. I cared about the person. I have a, like, I have a good heart. So I should feel however I feel and I should allow myself to feel however I feel. I'm more patient with others than I am with myself and that should not be the case. That is not healthy and that's not fair to yourself. So as soon as I started to do those things for myself and I shifted all of my energy from proving something to him to proving something to myself, that's when he came back into my life. And at that point, I said, I don't want it anymore because I realized that I gave myself everything that you couldn't. And I realized that what I was asking for wasn't that hard. And we didn't break up on bad terms, but... It doesn't mean that you still don't want to hurt somebody who hurt you, whether they hurt you maliciously or not. You know, hurt people, hurt people, you know. You know, you know that saying. So it happens, you know, when you're in a vulnerable state, sometimes you want to make people feel that way too. It's natural, but there's other ways to do it than to post with another guy or girl or to, you know, post at the restaurant you guys used to go to together. Like, just little or post petty things like, you know, about them, like, so, you know, adding them. So there's other ways to go about it. And in times, I feel like I keep getting sidetracked. In times where I was going to, where I engaged in like toxic behavior, like as to get my revenge, it never worked out. Like in times where I, would try to pretend to post with another guy or I'm trying to think what else, <laughs> I'm trying to think what else I've done or like even posting like 
you know, cute pictures. I had it with the intent of him seeing it, whoever, whoever my ex was at the time. If I posted it with him, with the intent of having him see it, and I never got a reaction because they knew exactly why I was doing it. They knew I was doing it to get to them. But as soon as I started to post things for myself and post a gym selfie because I felt good or to post, you know, picture on vacation because I thought I looked good or whatever. When I started to post things or do things for myself, go to the gym because I wanted to look good or read a book because I was interested in the book. When I started to do those things for myself, that's when I started to get the attention because that's when my energy left them and came back to me. And you know, you know, you can't control if somebody breaks up with you. Like if somebody leaves you or they ghost you, you can't control that. It's hurtful for sure, but you can't control it. And I feel like a lot of the reason why people, you know, try to get their revenge is to get whatever control they felt they lost. And there's other ways to go about it. I keep saying there's other ways to go about it. There's other ways to have your control. You can't control other people. They can't control you. You can't control them. So let's say they left you. You can't control that. But what you can control is if you go back to them, if you keep texting them to, you know, get back together, if you keep trying to blow up their phone, if you keep posting things for them to see specifically, if you put them, you know, on your close friends, you know, just them on it and then post a bunch of ads at them or post a bunch of selfies or post, you know, their favorite food spot that you're at with somebody else, you know, when you do that with them in the back of your mind, they're winning. And that's not revenge. Revenge is you are on your mind and you're doing it for yourself. They're not that significant anymore. And your effort goes into yourself and your energy goes into yourself. They want your energy to be on them. That's them winning. That's not revenge on your behalf. When you start to realize that they missed out on you, that's your revenge. And, you know, you're only draining yourself by engaging in petty behavior or going back and forth with somebody. Yes, the lack of control is frustrating and it's sad and it's confusing and it's like, you feel, you know, like your world is like shaken because you were with this person or this person was your best friend. You don't know what happened or you don't know why they would do something like that. But all you can control is your reaction to things and how you go about them. You can let yourself feel however you feel and you shouldn't ever make yourself feel bad for how you feel. You feel the way you feel. But you can also control how you look at things. And... I'm actually in um, a mental health counseling program and we learned about framing and basically framing is like how you like your outlook, how you can make your outlook change in a certain situation. Like if you got broken up with because, you know, you, your partner is moving out of state, let's say, and they break up with you. You know, you can have the initial thought of, wow, they just really don't care about me. Or, wow, you know, they just want to get away from me. They wanted the easy way out. And maybe that's the case. Maybe it is. But at the end of the day, you don't really know what's on somebody's mind. 
but you can take that information, you getting bro broken up with because your partner is moving, and you can, you know, make it into something that really isn't about you, and it's about them. And I talk in another episode about not taking things personal. Instead of, you know, seeing it as, they just don't care about me, I meant nothing to them, our relationship meant nothing to them. You can look at it as, they're moving, you know, maybe they aren't as, you know, committed in relationships as I need somebody to be. And it's not about commitment to you or your flaws or what you lack. It's about their, maybe, maybe their outlook on long distance relationships or maybe their, uh, you know, effort or their anything, anything that goes on with them. You know, it doesn't have to be about you. And if you reframe, you know, to look at the situation from a different perspective and look at it as something that doesn't have to do with you or something that, you know, maybe they broke up with you and you take it personal. Okay. But maybe you can look at it as that chapter closed for a reason. And I know it's hard. Trust me. I know it's hard. But every time that a chapter ended in my life, even when I really, really, really didn't want it to, I always had something better and I always appreciated as to why it ended. Not in the moment, for sure. Not in the moment. I, in the moment, I was crying. I was in grief. You know, I was just very overwhelmed. But as months, years, maybe weeks passed, I would look back and I'd be like, okay, it happened for the better. The universe knew that person wasn't right for me or God knew that person was just holding me back. And I always, you know, years later when you look back on one chapter closing and then when the next one started, you look at it and you're like, oh, that's why that happened. And you just have to have that belief. So even if you take it as that person, you know, moved away and they just didn't want to try with you. First of all, don't take it personal. It has nothing to do with you. But also look at it as that ended for a reason. It wouldn't end on mistake. Even if you guys are meant to be together one day in the future, it didn't end by accident. It ended for a purpose. And one day you will figure out that purpose, whether it was for you guys to grow separately, then come back together or for you guys to just be done so that you could find somebody who had the level of commitment you needed. So to wrap up revenge, I would say do it for yourself. Don't do it with anybody else in mind and don't engage when other people or when you have those intrusive thoughts saying, you know, I want to, you know, I want to get back at them. I want them to hurt. I want them to feel pain. I'm going to post this right now. I'm going to blow up my story with a bunch of quotes so they know how I'm feeling because I can't reach out to them. Don't do that because chances are you'll probably regret it. And the satisfaction you feel in the moment probably won't last, but there's other ways to go about it. If you really want to get your best revenge, do it for yourself. Post the selfie for yourself. Go to the gym for yourself. Don't do it in spite of anybody else. Do it. Be the person that you wanted whoever is no longer in your life to be. Do it for yourself and do it because you know you deserve it. Don't do it to prove a point to anybody else. Do it to prove a point to yourself that you are worthy. Because if you do it with anybody else in mind, they're still winning and that's not revenge. That's giving them the energy, the time, even without you guys still being in contact. So good luck with your revenge, and I hope you enjoyed this episode.